Hello, my name is Omni Jawar. This is the Connect Talk podcast where we minister to each other through conversation and just going back to the word. Um, This podcast, honestly, it is catered towards younger generations, but I feel like it's the it's to bridge the gap between the older generation and the younger generation. I feel like this message, this word, uh, what we talk about on Connect can be for absolutely anyone, whether you're 11 or if you're, I don't know, 60 something. But um, I feel like it's the bridge for younger generations to understand and older generations can relate and feel it. But um, yeah, so this is Connect Talk. My name is Anujar. You can reach out to me if you have any questions, if you have, if you want to be on the podcast, if you want prayer, anything, I am there for you. You can reach out to me on omni.j. That's my Instagram. And Omnijawar on my Facebook. Also, just a little plug, um, I attend Kingdom War Church. And we are starting Youth Church this Sunday on Social Services Sunday. Um, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. The series that we're doing is going to be called The Source. And I feel like that word is so powerful and will move you if you're youth. So if you have a child that is in the Dallas Metroplex area, uh, we'll be in downtown Dallas, I believe. So, yes, we're going to start Youth Church. So please, please, please uh, go to Kingdom War Church on our Facebook and look out for that. But we are starting Youth Church and I promise you it'll be a blessing to you and just equip you with tools that you'll need really for like the rest of your life. So let's get into this topic today. I don't know why I did that, but let's get into this topic today. So the topic that I want to talk about today is obedience is wisdom. So I have a slide here. I have a little presentation for those that might be watching on Facebook or, yeah. So obedience is wisdom. And God has been dealing with me about obedience in his wisdom. And when I think of obedience, I I think of like the first commandment, like a child shall obey they're thy mother and thy father, so they can have a long life. Uh, that's the first promise he gives to us as kids. Um, the first big promise that we are given as kids. So, yeah, I think about that. And with wisdom, I don't know why, but I just have this picture of, like, some sensei master in my head with, like, a long beard. I, I think about that. But he's been dealing with me about being obedient and being wise. So to make a long story super, super, super short, I'm not going to get into all of my business. But um, basically, he's been giving me dreams and giving me like specific, specific instructions and just been dealing with me in the spirit when I pray and when I sleep. He's been dealing with me like this is what you need to do. But I just... Like, my heart felt it, but my mind could not accept what he was telling me. It just didn't seem logical to me. I'm like, I don't see anything wrong. I don't see the signs. I don't see what you're seeing. But I knew that God was warning me. And it was just, it was a difficult, I don't know, it's a difficult time. Right now, I'm still kind of going through it. I'm still trying to process it. But um, it was 
hard. And so I began to watch so many shows, well, not shows, but so many sermons, so many like short videos, the Amen podcast, which is amazing and has blessed me during this time. But I began to study and consume myself with his word and just try to piece it together what he was trying to tell me. And he just, I kept getting led back to wisdom. I kept seeing wisdom, like the foundation, the thing that holds things together isn't necessarily love, but it's wisdom, which is God's love. So it's very different. I don't know. He's just been dealing with me, dealing with me about that in scripture. So I want to go to what it says about wisdom. So, uh, well, the definition of wisdom in the Bible. So James 3 and 17. But the wisdom from above is, first of all, pure. It is also peace, loving, gentle at all times, and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. So this is James 3 and 17, and he's been dealing with me about that pertaining to wisdom and obedience. And so when I don't obey or when I wasn't obeying, like I was kind of doing my own thing, I was in a place where because I didn't obey, because I didn't listen to God, my conviction for not listening to him, the enemy turned that into guilt. So once I felt that guilt of me not listening to the spirit of me not obeying God, of me not trusting I would oftentimes just tune out everything, tune out the guilt, tune out the conviction, tune out and just tune out everything so my conscience could feel relieved and I could feel better doing what I want to, when I wanted to, how I wanted to, like not listening to what God is telling me at all because he does give us permissive will to do whatever it is that we want. He will permit things to happen. So since I was going down that path of not listening, of not obeying, of not just accepting, well, really, it's honestly just accepting his love. And um, sorry, the Wi-Fi is cutting up right now, but we're going to pray that it gets better, pray that it gets back on track. But um, I was ignoring God and not paying attention and not listening. So I felt so much guilt, so much. It's like I felt guilt and conviction. It was just so much. I was just going back and forth. I was having like a battle. I didn't realize it up until now. Like I was having a battle on the inside. Like it was hard. So I ignored everything. And so because I did that, he permitted things to happen that could have been avoided if I just trusted that this conviction is not necessarily him restricting me, but him protecting me. So the things that I was choosing to do freely, the people that I was choosing to talk to freely, or the activities I was choosing to do freely, it kept me bound. It kept me super, super bound. And I noticed that this wasn't a free will anymore. Like I had to do these things. I had to talk to these people. I had to talk to this person in order to feel something that God can only feel, which is peace and joy and the things that are pure. Pure, that word just, ah, just, pure. So he, so basically this time I was like, you know what? 
I don't want him to permit confusion in my life. I don't want the enemy to have his way. So I'm going to obey. I'm going to be obedient. And here's what it says about obedience in the Bible. Um, it says obedience to hear God's word and act accordingly to trust. So I did I act accordingly? No, but I heard his word and I and I'm working on it. I'm consistently obedience is a consistent thing. So I'm trying. Well, I'm not trying. I'm doing it. And I have to trust. So I was watching this video of uh, Jackie Perry Hill, her sermon about Deuteronomy. I forgot what uh, chapter, what scripture she was using, but um, she said this so perfectly how when I was looking back in my journal and looking back at when at a time when I was disobedient and not listening to God and just kind of doing my own thing, like I was writing down what I was feeling and I was writing down like prayers to God. And I noticed how in those prayers, like my heart, even though I was disobedient, my heart was so receptive to God's love. And I'm looking back on the words that I wrote um, to God. And it's just so, <clears throat> excuse me, it's so encouraging to look at those words and be like, wow, like I said that when I was like, not in his will, when I was doing my own thing, when I was just uh, like, I listened to his word. I listened to his um, I wasn't obeying his commandments, but I listened, but, um, I'm just saying in that moment, I was willing to be used. It was easy for me to trust God, not necessarily obey, but I did trust God and it was so easy. Well, where it is now, now that I've grown and I'm developing a deeper relationship with God, it's hard because my heart isn't as receptive as my mind. So what Jackie Perry Hill said, said so perfectly, she said that your intelligence didn't bring you to God, his kindness did. And that has been healing me and that has been blessing me to be obedient. Cause oftentimes I'm like, you know, I know the word, I know the scripture, I know like, you know, God, it may be this or it may be that. But I have to remember, like, no matter how I try to think my way, understand my way, process my way through the situation, like, I know ultimately I have to give the situation to God and truly obey him. Because, like it says in his word, he will never leave us, nor forsake us. So I just have to obey him and trust that same voice that brought me in, in the midst of my child's relations in the midst of me not listening, I have to trust that voice now when I'm like building and developing a relationship with him. And so obedience, um, when you're obeying God, it is to trust him. And again, I just want to go back to that. I, you know, I don't feel qualified to speak. I feel inadequate. I'm like, kind of like, uh, <laughs> Moses and he was like, you know, I, I'm a clumsy speaker. Like I can't speak at like, I'm just bad at speaking. And God said to him, who gave you a mouth? Like who gave you these things? Who's to say like, who cares what 
other people think. And I know that's easier said than done because for me, I, again, I'm persuaded by what others may think, by how others may feel. If it's the enemy or if it's God or if it's this or that. But one thing that God has been showing me through me being obedient to him is that none of that stuff matters. That is simply the enemy trying to distract and distract you from the greater purpose. Because I'm the type of person where I am worried about people think or worried about worldly attributions and worldly people approving me, clapping me, even if it's like clapping for me, even if it's like for something smaller, basic, it's so good to um, get the approval. Like that's just, that's just me being transparent and me just being real. Everybody likes to be celebrated. Nobody wants to be hated on. Like that's just the truth. And um, what God has been showing, and the reason why I feel that way is because I am consumed with, and because I feel that way and because I act that way, I became consumed with the outcome, consumed with what people are trying or what people are saying about me, consumed with just so many things. Like I came to God with, so many questions like why this why that and it's like no answer no understanding could satisfy what i was going back to how i was feeling like nothing satisfied me and i and i'm not trying to say anything but i know for a fact that i can hear god clearly so when he reveals to me the answer in that moment like i Like, it registers, I see it clearly, plainly, why it happened, but I just can't, I can't accept the answer. My emotions will not let me accept the answer, will not allow me to accept the answers. And I know that that is a huge, huge struggle for those going through traumatic pains with, um, I was watching this uh, video with Dr., I believe her name is Dr., her name's Dr. Anita, I've apologize because I forgot her last name but she has an anointing on her where she deals with um those who are that have went through something traumatic like uh child abuse child sexual abuse molestation um all of that and um and the questions are valid the feelings. I don't even know why this has kind of veering off to the side a little bit, but um, I'm just going to obey God and speak on it. But, um, and I feel, and I know that your questions are 100% valid, but at the end of the day, no answer will satisfy the question like God's presence. Because when God gets in the midst and when I'm asking these questions, but then if he, me, I can be able to see what he's saying and it just doesn't, doesn't work for me. But when I'm praising him, but when I cry out to him and when I'm on 
my knees and I make an altar in my room and I truly surrender and be like, God, I, this feeling, this pain, I can't understand it. You gave me an answer, but I still can't understand it and I can't accept it and I can't, I can't do it. I'm, I'm tired. I'm over it. I just, I don't know why. And I'm so confused and I'm so angry and I'm so lost. And right then and there, he begins to minister to me. He begins to minister to my heart, to minister to what I'm going through. So with um, obedience, we can be consumed with the outcome because of the pain of letting go of a certain person or letting go of a certain job or what will they say about me? How will they feel about me? Um, No one in my family has done it like this before. It's been done this way for so many years, so many generations. This is how this is supposed to go. And God is saying, I'm doing a new thing in you. It's our, why not you? It's already, I've placed it in you. If you would just, in this, this word, if you would just trust and obey, trust and obey, trust and obey, because you will never find wisdom, purity in your own thinking in the flesh. It'll never like take it from me. It's not going to happen. It's not. It's just better to just this message is plain and simple. It's better to obey. And there's another scripture that I want to cover on here. Um, so yes, okay. Second Timothy four and three. So for a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound teaching. They will follow their own desires and look for teachers who will tell what their itching ears want to. I said heat. I meant here. Here, <laughs> they will reject reject truth and chase myths. So 2 Timothy 4 and 3. And this is what, again, not listening to the flesh, not listening to follow your follow your heart, or this is what the culture is saying. This is what, and I, I, again, I agree that mental health needs to be talked about. We need to have more altar calls for mental health, for dealing with those emotions, for dealing with those sicknesses, because Oftentimes, we ignore and, like, hold those thoughts captive instead of evict those thoughts completely. And it's not just through, and it's a, sometimes it's instantaneously and sometimes it's on a daily basis where you have to confess out of your mouth the word of God. I am somebody, I am the head and not the tail, I'm above and not beneath. I will trample over all principalities, all those things. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. So confessing and saying those things. Um, however, when we don't deal with those things biblically and spiritually, we turn to the flesh. We turn to what everyone else is doing culturally. Like this is how I feel. So I'm going to just go off on this person. This is how I'm feeling in this moment whatever instead of going to again 
going to God about how you feel and accepting you may not like it, you may not accept it, but not even accepting, but obeying the answer. Like, God, this person has me really mad. I don't understand why they keep antagonizing me, why they keep messing with me, but I'm going to go off. And the Holy Spirit right there in that moment will convict you and let you know this is, hey, this isn't what you want to do. This isn't what you want to be a part of. This is not, this is not it. This is not that moment. It's not that time. Pray for them and move on. Just move on and let it go. Regardless of how they treated you, what they said, however they feel, pray and move on. However, in this culture, we abandon those sound teachings, those wisdom, that wisdom that comes from God. We abandon that and we just snap into whatever we were taught whatever we have seen and whatever is acceptable, not in God's eyes, but in our own eyes. And that is the reason why, you know, we are in the same position, we're getting the same results because we simply won't obey God. And again, when you're looking in the flesh, sin does seem wise. It seems wise in the moment. Like, I'm sure, and I, I know everybody uses the story, Adam and Eve thought it would be wise to have godly understanding. But look at the damage that they caused to humanity. We live in a broken world. However, you know, just how one man messed it up, one man saved it, Jesus. So, fortunately, we have that. But um, this is just an example of how, again... Sin looks wise. It looks wise in the natural because you cannot, again, God is not confined to time. He is infinite. He is great. He sees He sees it all. He's omnipresent. So he sees absolutely everything. So you may not see it in the moment. You're like, well, they apologize. Well, we've been, we've been friends for like 30 plus years, blah, blah, blah. And God's telling you to cut the person off immediately. Do... And it's hard. It's not an easy, an easy thing. And so it's so easy to listen to people who resonate with their feelings or telling you to follow your feelings instead of following God's word. So there's a difference. Don't pretend like your feelings aren't there, but don't let your feelings triumph God's promise, God's word. Because again, the pain that you're feeling now is less will be minor to the promise on the other side minor to the greater that god has in store for your life if you just simply obey god and obey him and listen to what he's doing and what he's trying to do not trying to figure out not trying to understand but truly god what is it right now that i need to do in this moment why like use me why am i here in this moment what can i do in this very moment and he will give you confirmation through scripture, give you confirmation through people and the enemy. When you're getting all these confirmation, these things like, I know what God is saying, then the enemy's right there sending you counterfeit information, telling you to follow your heart, follow your feelings. But again, pray, 
be in your word and God's voice will triumph any counterfeit, anything that the enemy is trying to do. So I see the discord will triumph it all because the enemy can and will use absolutely anyone. And the easiest thing that he uses for some reason for me, especially is relationships. I kind of exposed myself, but that's okay. But um, it is so easy to, you know, like, yes, like, I'm not telling you to be, like, terrible to somebody or be like, I don't want to get to know anyone. But um, it is so crucial to guard your heart, not from the one who gave you it, but from the people that can't handle it, you know? So pour out your, so sometimes we try to think again, this way of thinking out our way of the situation, or I know God's word. I know what he told me. You know, I know that it says to accept what God allows. I know all this, all that, you know, I'm angry about it, but it is what it is. And God doesn't want you to look at him like he's your father. He wants you to cry on his shoulder. He wants you to cry out unto him. He wants you to lay it at the altar and be like, this hurts. I'm frustrated. I'm tired. I'm angry. I'm mad. I'm Whatever you want to be, that's God's position, not necessarily man's position. I'm not saying you can't do that with your therapist. Please go to therapy and talk to somebody and have, you know, spiritual counselors. Because I do, too. Like, I have counselor. I have spiritual mentors. I have friends that I could talk to. But it's I know in the back. I know at the end of the day that they can't save me they could walk with me but they can't save me only he can and he will use them to help me to get me back on track but only God through Jesus Christ can save you from your mourning from your grief from your pain he can save you and sometimes we feel grief and we feel pain and we feel mourning through being obedient so yeah and oh this one this one is a good good scripture um psalms 127 i want to say uh executive pastor stephanie i accepted this and it made so much sense to what i am dealing with right now about being obedient and being in the word of god unless the lord builds a house the work of the builders the work of builders is wasted unless the lord protects the city guarding it will do no good so um with that being said, um, I knew that with all situations, with everything that I hopped in, like, okay, let me just give this quick, quick example. So, you know, I applied to schools. I applied, my glasses, I applied to school. I applied everywhere, just trying to get into college, trying to go off to college, trying to do what everyone else is doing, trying to you know, not live with my parents. And unfortunately, I got accepted to literally no schools. I got accepted to one school that was cost an insane amount. And my parents were absolutely not about to pay that. Um, it was just way too much money. And so what did I do? Oh, yeah. So basically, I was frustrated. I was angry. I was mad. I was telling God, like, why me? Why am I here? Why am I in this position? Why does everyone else get to go off, get to go to school? And I'm just like stuck here. I didn't understand it. 
and I didn't, I didn't get it. It didn't make absolutely any sense to me. And it frustrated me. And I talked to my dad about it. And I was like, well, like, I don't know, like, what to do. And he was telling me, like, man, you're fine. Like, you can stay here for, stay at the house. Which he, like, he just wanted me to stay home, like, period. Like, he did not want me to go anywhere. He was like, you're going to be the last one to leave my house. Because he just, I don't know why, he just wanted me there. But, um, or not, I don't know. But he really wanted me to stay home. And I was like, okay, this is a terrible idea. I think I don't like this idea. I want to go off. I want to go to school. I want to venture off and do my own thing. And basically looking back at it after I lost my grandmother, my aunt Trish and my father, I knew that God had me there for a reason. I'm not going to get emotional. But um, he had, and it's like, it's not like I lost in like three, four, five years. It was like in a span of like a year and a half, I lost all, like my interest, like my second mom. My dad obviously was like, he's, that man was like everything to me. My grandma, like I loved loved her so much and I loved how she loved us so it was like it was not an easy thing to deal with by no means it was pretty pretty tough but I knew that God had me home for a greater purpose for a reason so you know at that time would I have been obedient if God was like this is not for you like honestly probably not I just I probably still would have went off to college and ignored the numerous amounts of signs to stay. So I feel like right now in this season where I'm in walking in his permissive will. And so because of, so sometimes you have to look back on your life and look back at the things that he did not permit, which he did not permit me to go off to college. And I wasn't even going to talk about this, but the same thing happened when I would apply to jobs. Like I was trying to work at Panda Express. I was trying to work at some sort of job. And it was my senior year. Like I just wanted a job because all my friends had jobs. I'm like, I need to get a job to pay for gas, just pay for like little things here and there. And I wanted to move out, which is a whole nother story, but I just needed a job. So I told my dad about it and he was like, why are you trying to help out Panda Express when you could help out me? And hopefully I don't get copyrighted. Uh, I do not. I don't want to get copyrighted. But um, he was saying, why do you want to work there instead of working for me? Like, he's like, man, I'm right here. Like, you have all the opportunities. You have all the tools. You have everything you need right here. Why are you trying to go out and build something that's when the foundation has been made here? And so I was like, yeah, like, you're right. But (sighs) I don't know. I kind of don't want to do that. So I ignored him. But eventually when I got no progress, no call, except for Chipotle, but like that didn't even work. But um, I started working for my dad and I knew that 
that was nobody but God when God clearly showed me and he's clearly been speaking to me ever since I was younger he was like you're never like that route will never be for you it just won't and I knew that ever since I was younger like me and my cousin Dale would talk about like hopefully we get discovered on Disney Channel because we just don't want to go go the traditional route and do what everyone else is doing but um yeah so with that being said so because I've seen God work in my parents life seeing them fast and pray and just where they've come from to where they were it um you know, it's like, why wouldn't I trust God? Why wouldn't I listen to his voice? Um, so, yeah. So with that, those many testimonies being said. Um, sorry, I'm like losing my train of thought. But with those many testimonies being said, it shows me how God is so great and how in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the nose, in the midst of the why did they transition? Why did this happen to me? God is a restorer. God is a healer. And it's all for a purpose, a bigger purpose. And with obedience, it's connected to purpose. I'm not saying the things that have hurt you, like that was some things are from God and some things for the, is from the pit of hell from the enemy. I will say God is not a person who uses abuse as for a bigger purpose. That's definitely the enemy, but to avoid situations where it can or may happen or avoid situations where just traumatic situations that you might put yourself in is where obedience kicked in and obedience is directly from God to shield you from things that will never bring you joy. Like if I had he not, even though this is not an example of obedience because I would have left, but um, had I, well, with the job, yeah, but had I not worked for my dad, had I not stayed in Texas, I don't know where my mind would have been. Like, I'm so glad I spent, you know, his, I'm so glad I spent, like, I got to spend, like, his last years with him. If that makes any sense. I'm just so grateful and so honored that I got to see him in his latter days. And I got to witness God and just you know, just him mentoring and helping out all those who are around him. It was an amazing thing. And although it, those no's from those schools, those no's from those jobs hurt, the greater purpose was fulfilled. And that was to spend time with my father in that it's something that I would never trade or never take back ever. Like, I will never take that back, ever. And so when he's telling me or when he's telling you guys or anyone to be obedient, to listen, 
truly, 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 I urge you, I will pray for you. If you need help, if you want to talk to somebody, I pray that this word speaks to you. And I pray that this speaks to your inner ear and that we evict the thoughts of the enemy, the thoughts of the flesh. And we truly start with, you know, we deal with the heart. We start with the heart, but we obey. We gotta, you gotta obey in order to avoid more traumatic pain and more hurt and more damage to the heart. You must obey and be, and in your obedience, God will, you will be restored (laughs) through that. So it's, it's tough, but, um, like, and I don't understand it all. I'm not, you know, I don't understand it all, but if you want someone to pray with you through it, if you want someone to talk to you, counsel you, even if you just want to come on here and give encouraging words to those who are listening, please do, because it's necessary, and, you know, we need to have conversations like this. I, you know, I've been talking to, like, my friends and people that are, you know, spiritually, like, in that thing, older than me, and know, um, just know God's voice and God's discernment, so if you need that, I'm here for you. I'll be that friend. I'll be that spiritual friend. I'll pray for you. I'll walk with you. And yeah, just know that it is wise to be obedient. And although the sin looks more wise, it is foolish (laughs) to listen to that voice. It's like, "Mm, well... I don't see anything now. I don't know why, but listen, listen to God's voice and let that triumph. Absolutely everything. And my dad, he had a word today and I will uh, share with you a little bit about it, about um, it was called, you can do this. So that's my word to you guys that um, I challenge you to listen to God's voice. And when you're listening to be obedient, so you can do this, you can do this. And something that he said that was so powerful is that um, we cannot afford to live another second without making your life count. Um, And it was something about, oh yeah, we must stop living our past. So um, I pray that what I just said, his words penetrate your heart like it did with mine. It helped me so much um, to listen, to obey, to stand firm in what God is telling me to do, to not throw in the towel, to not give up, to just keep going, to keep obeying, to keep trusting, to keep leaning on God with absolutely everything, going to him about every emotion, about everything, about all of it. And laying it at the altar and him ministering to me and healing my broken spirit because of the letdowns, because of the no's, because of the just, you know, I can't understand it all. But like it says, like in John 16, like um, when Jesus was showing them, like, I'm not showing you this for you to grieve or for you to feel bad. I'm showing you this so you can be faithful. 
So he's not telling you to obey so you can be grieving and be upset or be angry or any of that. That's not his intention. So not his intentions. You can go to him about it, but those aren't, remember, those aren't God's intentions. His intention is for you to be faithful and obey and not throw in the town because of no's or because of why's or because of why me. But continue to be obedient and go to him. And again, don't just take the biblical stuff or not the biblical stuff. Don't just take, you know, what you've heard for years and just, well, I guess that's why. But really tell God to deal with your heart and say, like, you know, go up to him and I'll go up to him. But ask him why heal my heart because I don't understand why I have to be obedient. And he will reveal it to you. The answer might not satisfy you, but the promise will and his healing will help you. But that is all for today's podcast. I pray that this podcast helps, that it heals, that it speaks to your inner ear, that it just gives you the encouragement that it gave me to keep going, to keep pressing forward and seeing what God is doing and just being in obedience. Like God will use you. And not only will he use you, he'll give you so much more than you ever expected. Like so much more. So again, this is a Connect Talk podcast where we minister and we help each other through conversation and scripture. And I just pray that it helps anyone who's watching this. And just know that I'm here. I love you guys. And I pray that this message just that it helps and it ministers to everybody but um yes you can hit me up at omni omni dot j on instagram and omni jar on facebook and again we're having youth church at kingdom war church and it's going to be awesome and me and brother Cameron will be over it we'll be giving out a word and the subject or the series that we're doing is the source and I think it's crucial for every youth to hear. Um, it'll help and it'll enhance your spiritual needs that you need as a youth. And I just pray that y'all show up. <laughs> but with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in. And I love y'all. Okay. <laughs> Bye.